hello hello and welcome back episode 83 and woo and today we have a special guest we haven't had a guest in a while so this is exciting we're kind of just like doing our own thing chugging along but we have a guest today uh we have my friend bert here with us hello bert hello hey he is here with us. Um, very excited to have him here. I know he has some wild stories that he can share with us. Um, I met Bert because he is the younger brother of one of our best friends in the world. Um, and we have now uh, hung out with him multiple times. And every time he, he just tells me funny stories and I just see crazy things happen. And yeah, so it should be a good time. <laughs> excited to be here hell yeah um awesome so i don't know joe what's up with you anything thrilling going on in your life yeah very thrilling i am packing for california so soon i know it's so great um i can't believe it i know i was at pilates this morning and i was like next week joe's gonna be here with me suffering and it's gonna be great (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, i leave kansas city tomorrow um and then go to tulsa to help my parents they're trying to like get their house ready for sale help them with that and then leave out saturday so yeah like not just because I'm like super early. I just like have to pack an hour else I won't be able to. <laughs> what a power move to just show up like two weeks early for my wedding. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like, I'm ready. I'm here. <laughs> Got all my shit together. <laughs> I love it. Damn. Um, well, yeah, cool. I am obviously excited. I can't believe it's like, gosh, less than two weeks now. It's crazy. I was just like putting together like last minute wedding crap not last minute really but I was like prepping the remainder of like the wedding stuff I have to do just like little stuff like putting it together and putting it in boxes and trying to like get everything prepped and ready to go but damn it's like almost here it's crazy oh man Uh, also I went to emo brunch today okay you sent me a picture describe like tell me more about this so it's some random Mexican restaurant um that the emo people took over and decided to do a like emo brunch pop-up okay I uh, love that. when we got there there was like maybe 200 people or more in line like it's like a tiny oh restaurant. like people are like ready for it there's a lot of emos um, in the world you know like you think they're they're not out there but they are they're all over the place yeah that's the guy said he's like i didn't think we'd get this many people so we're a bit like overwhelmed um so the name of the pop-up was taking back brunch day <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> they had like stuff on the menu, like hashboard confessionals, I write sins, not tragedies. Yeah, it's all. It's just great. It was. It was wonderful. The food was really good too. So yeah, I would have like been happy even if the food sucked, but the food was good. They had like a DJ playing emo stuff, and he you could like request in whatever you wanted. So it was great. I'm so jealous. That that sounds beautiful. I had brunch with my mom this morning, and it was. uh not emo i mean i was emo at it because i was having brunch with my mom but otherwise it was not emo sadly i wish it had been that sounds amazing i'm jealous um what's up with you bert aside from being quote violently hungover as you said today (laughs) (laughs) but but that's you every sunday so this isn't surprising (laughs) (laughs) yes just uh my my familiar friend the sunday scaries every weekend oh yeah oh yeah coming in hot (laughs) yes (laughs) Um, we're currently in the house I live in trying to, we, two of our roommates moved out. So we're trying to find two new roommates to fill the positions. 
and mm. we have been bailed on by five different people five days in a row they said oh, they were coming and then at the last second just completely like ghosted <laughs> wow how many people live in your house total then too many uh <laughs> like how big is this the house? Full, it, it, it's a big house it's okay. a pretty big house but the yeah, I live with five other people right now. So it's a, even in a big house, it's a little tight. That's cozy. Wow. Wow. Fun. <laughs> is it just like, how, how did you all meet? Is it just like randos or like, is it like friends you had already or? Yeah, it was a, it was a Craigslist find, oh but. Uh, nice. <laughs> I love yeah. that. A real life Craigslist situation. So we, this, this podcast was kind of like, started based off of craigslist and like just like weird mm. like missed connections and stuff like that on craigslist so i love hearing you know these like in real life craigslist things that work out for people like that's awesome it did work out <laughs> awesome <laughs> craigslist i have beef with craigslist right now though because they keep taking down my post i think they think i'm like faking or something but <laughs> oh no wait what is your post is it just to find a roommate or it's just about the house but every yeah. time it's like this post has been removed for community guidelines or something what the hell are you doing <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> You probably have a normal word in there that's like somehow double entendre and then they're like, oh fuck, he means like a house full of people to bone. I know, they, <laughs> they, def they definitely think you're putting up some elaborate code for like a sex thing you're trying to do. <laughs> like <laughs> Possible. Maybe that's why people keep bailing on us too. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're like, oh shit, they were serious. It is just a house. Like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they thought they were showing up to an orgy and they're like, oh shit, <laughs> I misinterpreted the situation. I don't want to sign a lease. No. <laughs> in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll sign a lease if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god. Well, cool. Awesome. Love it. Um, you ready to get into some stories? Yeah, sure. All right, Joe, you're up first. Okay. So I went back to the well of um sex shop workers. God, these uh, are so good. Yeah, so I've, I've got like three more. Um, oh, they're wait. all great. All of them are great. So okay. it's, it's Bert, Bert, for some background, um, we went on and he found like a Reddit thread of like, Hey, sex shop workers, tell us like crazy stories from your job because you definitely have them. And like, I mean, they delivered, you know, <laughs> they've seen some shit. <laughs> all right. For go sure. for it. I was hoping for like a like 36 inch dildo story, but I didn't get one. So if you Do they make one, that? Any no, I wish I did. Any listener, if you find a story about that, like send it to me because I just want to like know like a customer who just buys like a gigantic dildo. I mean, or just send Joe a 36 inch dildo either way. I mean, Fine, story or the actual thing. <laughs> either way. Totally good. So this uh, store guy says on a regular night, I have maybe a dozen customers at most. Oftentimes the hardest part of the job is just staying awake. One night this guy comes in and he's browsing around. He's wearing sweatpants, jean jacket, t-shirt, and a trucker hat. He eventually wanders over to the magazines and proceeds to peruse every magazine on the rack. He's there for about two or three hours. Finally, he leaves and gives, and gives me a nod on the way out. I look out the window and see him in the parking lot facing traffic. P.S. The store is like on a main stretch, so there's sporadic traffic even in the middle of the night. This dude's got his pants around his ankles, one hand on his hat, and the other one to keep the uh, wind from blowing, and the other hand feverishly jerking to, 
to oncoming traffic. And I assume all the new deposits the spank snake made uh, he, while he was in the store. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I love that he had like like hours of foreplay. Like oh in yeah, the like store. he's like, like getting there ready. Hours, yes. All mental. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the long game, you know. Like it's all in the preparation. <laughs> and I like that the traffic was like his release. He's like, I need to go like show the traffic what I got. It's Steps people, outside like, like thank you, good know. day. <laughs> furiously jerking it. And I love that oh he's God. like keeping his trucker hat on this like through the whole thing. He's just like holding You gotta. No, you gotta. Like what else are you gonna do? You you can't let that blow away. I mean it's it's probably part of his look. It's like a total total package. Like I get it. Oh my Okay, God. so this person like... had like a little side story to go along with the main story. He's okay. like uh here's another quick one. The dude brought in a stack of magazines, rented a bunch of DVDs, lube, a blow-up doll, and a pair of fuzzy handcuffs. I'm ringing his stuff through, get to the handcuffs and say, you know, once you blow her up, she's not going anywhere. The guy's face <laughs> turned bright red. I felt bad. I don't care what he was about to do. I was just joking around. Uh, also, one time I smashed a robber in the face with a fairly meaty two-sided dildo. <laughs> what a great weapon of choice. <laughs> I know, I love that you could just grab the closest thing. Ah, oh, dildo, here we go. <laughs> That's beautiful. Wow. I, uh, I feel bad for that man. He was just like, please don't kink shame me and my sex doll. Like, please don't talk about her like that. Like, <laughs> well, honestly, it's like you're, you're buying all of that. And then a very innocuous joke is the thing that like makes yeah. you blush as you're buying like a looped right. up sex doll. <laughs> that was, that was the final straw. That's what pushed him <laughs> right over the edge. He could not handle anymore. <laughs> I get it. Like, don't shy. Like, that's like legitimately funny. Like a blow up doll and then like handcuffs. It's like, yo, what, what are you gonna take that thing to? Like, it was a good joke on the. Uh, it's a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Now I'm just imagining like a blow up doll handcuffed like to like a bed, <laughs> like a bed frame. Like. No, I mean, like honestly, he the other guy missed his perfect opportunity for a comeback joke, which is like. Well, I was worried she would blow away, and then it's like, ha, ah, like, that would have been the bright response. But... I know, I know. Well, that's what you would have done. <laughs> that's oh, that's what you'll have to say next time. <laughs> Whenever I'm getting my blow-up doll on handcuffs, I don't remember this. Yeah, you gotta remember this. <laughs> Write that down or something. God, I love that. Wow. Was that all your sex shop stories, or was there another one? Yeah, no, she just had some, like, party notes, but nothing too okay. interesting. Okay. I love the slapping someone with a dildo as, like, a line of defense against robbery that's beautiful i don't think i'm gonna like get a huge dildo for my nightstand because if i get robbers and like you get your ass beat with a dildo then like that's just like you gotta give up on life that's just degrading just go home at that point you know like you just have to like give up excuse yourself and just be like okay sorry my bad and just leave at that point you can't you can't come back from that <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> oh my god all right so my first one is from am i the asshole our favorite reddit thread um this one is i just is so intriguing okay the title is am i the asshole for not telling my long-term boyfriend what my quote soul name is i know let's find out what's going on here okay so it goes okay folks this is a weird one but hear me out i a 28 year old female and i'm a 28 year old female and live with my long-term boyfriend 29 year old male 
My parents are pagans and I grew up with all kinds of weird mumbo jumbo holidays and traditions. Um, my parents are white hippie people, but I love them. LMAO. <laughs> I'm an atheist now, but I'm still in good terms with my parents who love me and respect my own beliefs. Anyhow, one of these traditions in my family is that when you have your 16th birthday, you get your soul name. If you are a boy, your father names you. If you are a girl, your mom names you. It's a whole thing with a fire ceremony and whatnot. Uh, that soul name, however, is supposed to be a secret with very few exceptions. No one knows it except the parent who gave it to you and yourself. It has to do with some sort of name magic. An exception would be if you get married, you could tell your partner your soul name as some sort of token of commitment. Now, I really don't believe in any of this stuff anymore, and I joke with my boyfriend about the weirdness of my pagan childhood memories. Some of it was also cute, and the naming ritual is one of these examples. I really feel like my mother gave me a very special thing for my birthday with this. I cherish it, especially, especially because my mother said, you know, when you name a baby, you don't really name the person this baby will grow up to be. I want you to have this new name as your soul name because it is more you. Now that this recently came up, I told the story to a few friends we had over for dinner um, with me and my boyfriend and my boyfriend suddenly insisted he wants to know what the name is i told him i want to keep it a secret but my boyfriend said i am your long-term partner so you should tell me besides that you don't believe in this stuff anyway uh my friends gave us an embarrassed look and the mood was kind of ruined for the evening uh my boyfriend has been salty for the last few days i don't really know why i don't want to tell him i am somewhat embarrassed by the name itself it's just kind of weird so that is part of it. And while he is right that I don't believe in the name magic, it still feels like I'm handing him a chunk of myself and I'm doing something that cannot be undone. Am I the asshole for not wanting to tell him? What do we think on this one? Well, first of all, this is some white people shit. The whitest of the white, I know. <laughs> and now I kind of want a soul name. I'm kind of pissed I don't have one, honestly. So <laughs> maybe we should come up with our own podcast soul names. I think maybe. I, uh, I have a little thing to add in that like my girlfriend and I like have this really like super white person store that lets live right by me. Okay. And so we like finally came up with a fitting name for like how white it is, which is the beige artichoke, which is the whitest store <laughs> that we can ever think of. That is that is truly uh truly white. Wait, so describe what's in the white people store. Beige think, furniture. Okay, I was I was gonna say like I feel like I already have a good idea, but please enlighten us. <laughs> no, it's just beige furniture that's like double what it should be, and like the sign outside kind of looks like an artichoke. So I was like, yo, if it was the beige artichoke, like that thing would be like the whitest you could possibly be. Yeah, that's white. That's white as fuck. Um, I okay, so I kind of think she's like not the asshole. I don't know. I mean, if it's just like a fun family thing, like I'm kind of like yeah, whatever. Maybe your boyfriend doesn't need to know about it, but I don't know. Like, I guess if he's saying like, he's her life partner, because it says you can like tell your like spouse or whatever, if you get married. So I think he's just like pissed that like, she doesn't think that they're like permanent so that like, he would be able to know it. I get why he's butthurt, but at the same time, like, I don't think she's an asshole for not telling him. No, he just seems like a little too mad. Like, yeah, he cares a little yeah. too much about his, her uh, name, magic, soul name situation. But yeah, I kind of like, love it's, it. Honestly, it's unbelievable how mad he would get about that. Like, it was told in, like, a joking little story. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. what she said, it seemed, like, actually kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. Like, between it's her mom wholesome. and stuff. It's kind of wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> I was like, that's kind of 
cute. Like, mm-hmm. And I think that's her point is like, I don't believe in all this stuff, but I still think it's kind of cute and like special as like a family thing, which I, I mean, whatever. I don't know. People have weird family traditions. I think it's nice. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. He, I think he's a little unreasonably upset about this. <laughs> <laughs> so do we want to guess what her name is, like her soul name is? She said it's a little weird. So I'll bet it's something like, you know, Sky Rhapsody or something. It's it's yes, probably some Sky bullshit. Rhapsody. Like <laughs> it's beige artichoke. Yeah. <laughs> it is beige artichoke. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> oh man. It's definitely two words. Like you know it's gonna be two words, right. and you know it's gonna be some combination of like nature and something like magical, I think. So yeah. Damn. Okay. What's your next one, Joe? All right, back at the sex shop. <laughs> where else would we be though (laughs) Uh, my ex worked at an adult video rental store oftentimes i would come to the store and hang out with them because 90 percent of the time the store is empty this is not surprising considering that the porn is freely available on the internet and they did not offer dvds vhs's purchase only for rental wait i was literally just gonna stop you and say like hold up like we're in 2022 and there's an adult video rental store still out there somewhere like this in itself is blowing my mind right now who's going to this place dude i don't know i was like that's part of the story for me is i'm like this is a this is like Just, a relic but no that alone like who is keeping this store in business where is it i have so many questions <laughs> in the lord's year 2022 i mean <laughs> yeah i think it's just like i don't know like 10 people are supporting this damn thing who are like all renting like 10 dvds a month i want to meet these people honestly i just i'm not mad i just have questions <laughs> what if they like because it says dvds vhs's do they still make porn vhs's like i hope so Okay. They probably got like the classic, the Criterion collection of porn in there. Yes, it's like it, it's like full on like seventies Bush porn, you know? Like, oh yeah, it's like Debbie does. Yeah. It does Debbie does does Dallas, and like the extras are like you get to get watch the guys get fluffed beforehand. Is like the like <laughs> deleted yes. stuff. special extra scenes. Oh, I love it. Uh. All right, they did not offer DVDs, VHSs for purchase, only rental. Anyway, we mostly just hung out and played old PS2 games on a tiny TV to pass the time. (laughs) That sounds great. There's also a PS2 there, because of course there is. Okay, great. (laughs) I mean, like, I have a feeling like you don't want to have anything too nice because it might get stolen, so I kind of get it. Fair, fair, yeah. Occasionally, you would get weirdos in there. Okay, most of the time, you would get weirdos in there. <laughs> That's implied if they're coming to this place, honestly. You know, it takes it takes a special breed to rent porn. It's more of a need to rent than a want to rent. Oof. So what I'm getting at here. Anyway, one night, this big fat trucker had lots of truckers as customers, comes in complaining he wants his money back. My ex approaches and asks them why he wants his money back. Meanwhile, I'm averting my eyes and I'm not really interested in having conversations while in a porn rental store. 90% of customer interactions are 10 words or less. I'm just playing video games. The thing about rentals is that you don't really get a guarantee or with it unless the thing is downright damaged from the get-go. So my ex is asking him, was there something wrong with it? Did it not play correctly? This guy says it just worked fine. It just wasn't up to his particular boner-inducing standards. 
My ex. My I'm ex sorry. Asked, is that is that a direct quote? <laughs> uh, no. She's she's paraphrasing here. Okay. We're about I, to. I hope they had come in and said that specific phrase. <laughs> I'm gonna add it to my repertoire. Yeah. Uh, boner. Gonna... I have high boner inducing standards, so like I get it. <laughs> So we're going to title like our thirst corner with like boner. We boner have very high standards. boner yeah. inducing standards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my ex asked what's specifically what's wrong with the DVD. Trucker says the chicks didn't have enough dicks. I don't know how the <laughs> one comes to this conclusion or whether or not this particular porn indeed had enough dicks or not, but whatever amount of dicks was, was on these chicks was not enough for this man. I can't remember whether or not he got his money back. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. Was this marketed as chicks with dicks specifically? Like, was that what was being promised? I don't know. Maybe it was like chicks with dicks 15. And he was like, yo, it didn't have as much as but chicks not with dicks enough, 13. Not enough dick though. Clearly. No. Wow. That's probably why he was mad. He was like, yo, these <laughs> chicks had badges. I, I was promised dicks. Yeah, no, I think either someone's very confused or the video had some false advertising going on because he seems very upset about the situation. And I just, I don't know. That seems like a pretty big misunderstanding to have. Someone's, someone's miscommunicated somewhere along the line there. <laughs> this, oh, yes, This man... He takes a woman home from the bar, reaches down her pants and says, what there's the no fuck? dick down here. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you said oh. you were going to peg me. I'm sorry. I have a like, <laughs> fake dildo. No, no, no. I want the real thing. Okay. No. <laughs> I need it to be real. <laughs> it's not to my boner inducing standards, ma'am. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, okay. So my next one is another am i the asshole one and this one just made me laugh like the title alone is just funny um am i the asshole for crying because my husband admitted he would rather eat his mom's sandwich (laughs) 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 let's find out what's going on here yeah yeah i got i want to know i love a uh i i love like a a daughter um mother-in-law dynamic i love these issues (laughs) um okay so here we go We recently attempted to go camping with my husband's family. Never again. (laughs) (laughs) Mother-in-law likes to remind us that she doesn't owe us shit, so we better bring us our own food, do our own kicking, and not dare ask her to watch the kids for a fraction of a second. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, mother-in-law just doesn't like me and doesn't like kids because the same rules do not apply to her daughter uh mother-in-law's husband was drinking and acting like an idiot this man thinks he's hilarious but he is just ugh and mother-in-law encourages it he thought our sandwiches were hilarious because they were just plain ham and cheese um everything mother-in-law makes is gourmet af (laughs) so he was making a big deal about how my husband's life must suck i'm so boring our and our sandwiches look like quote trailer trash porno God damn. That is savage. Like, that is a sick burn. That is, that is harsh for some sandwiches. Oh my God. Also, okay. like you asked them to bring their own shit because they can't have yours. Oh, they did. They do, but their shit's not good enough. No, I know. Yeah. And then when they do, it's like, yeah, let me talk shit about yours. God 
damn okay uh my husband clapped back and told him to shut up and said does your sandwich look good yes but nothing but nothing i'd rather eat this shit sandwich than marry the bitch you did (laughs) oh damn at this point the son's father-in-law jumped up and started freaking out at him calling her a bitch and mother-in-law and i had to jump in and diffuse once mother-in-law had calmed down um stepfather-in-law uh once mother-in-law had calmed stepfather-in-law down i began to really get embarrassed and i started tearing up that he called the sandwich i made him a shit sandwich (laughs) 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 i stormed off and he came after me so i explained he said that to be honest of course he would rather have what his mom made but that doesn't mean he doesn't love me but he repeated that it was a shit sandwich and he sometimes misses his mom's cooking. (laughs) At this point, I didn't want to talk to him and needed space for the rest of the day. He says I overreacted and embarrassed him in front of his stepfather-in-law by not letting him touch me later that night, which stepfather-in-law also thought was hilarious. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) God damn. It really escalated. <laughs> like, <laughs> we really yeah, got out of hand fast. I think we're at a story where I don't think anyone's necessarily right in the story. There are no winners here. Like there are absolutely no winners. <laughs> I will say the husband, while he may have been an asshole directly to her by being honest, he did at least stand up for her yeah. in front of his parents. He's like, this is her shit sandwich and I'm gonna eat it. Like <laughs> damn i mean yeah like (laughs) brutally honest but hey committed (laughs) god poor guy what a mess yeah that's the end of it i thought there's no there's no there's no updates beyond that i mean it's just people commenting and laughing about the whole situation (laughs) i think everyone's kind of in agreement that there are no winners here (laughs) no there really aren't it's also nasty sorry that the father-in-law was like listening for them to have sex and then was like making fun of them for not oh i know i'm like what the fuck (laughs) i was peering into your tin i noticed you had a bone (laughs) (laughs) wow what Uh, what a mess i'm gonna i'm gonna refer to things though now as a trailer trash porno when they're bad (laughs) That's pretty excellent, I gotta That's say. That's a pretty good yeah. diss, especially for a sandwich. I mean... 100%. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. <laughs> okay, so this isn't really going to go in the direction that you think it's going to go, so we're going to get into it. Those but... are my favorite kind, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I work. Uh, I used to work a 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. shift at an adult bookstore, and while we predominantly sold sex toys, we also sold drug paraphernalia. This can be only used for tobacco, wink, wink. Right. (laughs) Yeah, we all know. Love those. (laughs) Uh, Most of my customers coming in for toys were really good people. The solitary men coming for for videos, glory holes, were creepy but harmless. The worst were those who came to buy pipes and whippets, gas for inhalation. One night around 2.45 a.m., I was off in 15 minutes, two guys came in to buy a crack pipe and left. At 3, I was to be relieved by the next shift guy who hadn't arrived yet. At 3.10, police sirens went off a little too close for comfort. 
Suddenly, both men burst into the store, fighting and knocking shelves over. Apparently, one guy dropped the crack pipe and blamed the other guy. Needless to say, the police followed in, grabbed the two men, questioned me as to what they bought, and leave. My replacement arrives, having been stuck behind the cop cars. That was my last night working there. I It can be a fascinating job, but very taxing. <laughs> very taxing indeed when you get questioned about crack pipes. <laughs> I like that there was a crack pipe fight. It, it truly was great. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> well, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Outside the porn shop. Yeah, yeah. Just a, just a normal night, you know. <laughs> the closest thing I've ever come to that in real life is I saw two like dudes fighting over a liquor bottle in the park and like they were both like super drunk so like the fight was in slow-mo even though it was like in real time <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a work of art <laughs> it looks great <laughs> oh god all right uh so my last one is is of course another am I the asshole um this one's wild here we go Am I the asshole for calling my stepfather's girlfriend a mail order bride and spilling all the details about her personal life in front of my coworkers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lot to unpack there. Let's find out. <laughs> he might be. He might not. Might, but... <laughs> might be, but let's let's see. <laughs> okay. So basically my stepdad is an abusive piece of shit who I was raised by for a good portion of my life. My mom died when I was 15 and immediately after he got a new girlfriend who he met through WhatsApp and she moved to the country to be with him. <laughs> she moved into our house and she was nice at first, but slowly ended up turning into the female version of my stepdad. When I was 19, I finally moved out and cut all ties with the family. We briefly talked to each other maybe once a year to discuss external family matters, but I have not had a casual conversation with them since I moved out and I never planned to. Last week, however, I went to the grocery store. I was traveling through town, so I ended up going to a different location than usual, where I saw my stepdad's girlfriend working there. Well, she saw me first. She walked up to me and started a friendly conversation, saying how she missed me and everything. She was also very pregnant, assumingly with my stepdad's child. Oh I tried to keep the convo short, but when I walked away, she started talking to me again about how I was going to have a new sibling soon and how I should come back slash reestablish ties so I can meet my new brother or something similar to that. I was really surprised and I don't even know if I should consider their baby as my sibling because I'm not related to them by blood at all. I said maybe one of these days and started to segue into exiting. However, that apparently wasn't a good answer to her. She interrupted me and asked, what is that supposed to mean? I didn't really mean anything by it. I just don't know if I'll ever visit them and see their baby. It was honestly kind of a truthful answer. But some back and forth happened and eventually she started expressing how she was so sad that I don't consider her to be my real family. For some reason, that really ticked me off. So I said, why the hell would I consider a mail order bride as my family? <laughs> I could have stopped there, but I didn't. I just went on about how she started dating my dad right after my mom passed away and how she probably came to this country for my stepdad's money and probably for a green card and a bunch of other shit she's done and about her uh, famili familial and personal life. Then we got into a loud argument right then and there in the middle of the fucking produce section. And eventually her manager came over and I was asked to leave, which I happily did. Well, recently my stepdad called me telling me what I did was completely out of line and how I absolutely humili humiliated her in front of all of her coworkers and how I need to apologize to her. I hung up on him and he tried calling me several more times, but I've denied all of them. My uncle, who usually has my back, however, reached out to me and told me pretty much the same thing about how what I did was crossing the line. 
am I the asshole? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they sound like terrible people, but I'm still going to go with, yes, he's the asshole for like getting in a huge screaming match with her, like at her place of work. Like, (laughs) (laughs) seems a little extreme. (laughs) That's the thing too, is like, I agree. Like the situation's not great, especially if the like stepdad was abusive and stuff. But yeah. like this lady didn't really deserve it. She like, I don't know, like to me, like, I don't know. Like I, I get it. Like I would be frustrated too, but like that's a little like too much for someone who like really hasn't done anything directly to her. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know like what her deal is. I mean, maybe she's also been horrible to him, but like, it sounds like she's just kind of like confused as to why he doesn't want to like hang out with them. Um, but yeah, well, the part it's... where he says like, I could have stopped there, but I didn't. It's like, no, but I think you should have though. <laughs> like, I think that could have been like the end of the conversation. <laughs> he seemed, uh, he seemed mad about the wrong reasons to me. <laughs> Like, focus yeah. on the abuse, not like, you're calling her a gold digger, but she's working at the grocery store. Yeah. You know? Like. I know. Like, if she really, like, <laughs> is a mail-order bride, like, 90-day fiancé situation, she really didn't play her cards right. So, like, right. <laughs> I mean, miscalculation on her part, if this is where she's at, like, very pregnant and working at the grocery store. Like, right. <laughs> well, maybe he, like, makes her like make her own sandwiches with her money like his money is for his sandwiches and but her money has to go to like her crappy sandwiches yeah but then he also (laughs) has to tell her that her sandwiches are crappy and call them trailer trash porno sandwiches see that's the abuse that's we figured it out that's the abuse it's it's actually all connected there these this is all the same people it's all one big story just (laughs) one family (laughs) yeah we're just hearing different sides of like the same family drama Oh man. All right. Well, that was all of our stories. So we will take a quick break. And when we come back, we will have story time with Bert. Yay. Are you tired of doing crack with your friend? Only for that pipe to break once you get it loaded? Well, worry no more. Check out Moose Knuckles industrial grade crack pipes. You no longer have to go to pornography retail stores where somehow everyone still judges you even though they're buying a Jennifer Blopez blow-up doll. Moose Duckle will deliver that tempered glass pipe to you in a matter of minutes. Use offer code NOTSOCASUAL and you'll get the Moose Knuckle Industrial Grade Heroin Kit for only $69.99. Moose Knuckle, we may be shady, but we know what the fuck is up. Sarah, is that really their slogan? All right, and we are back, and now we are basically just going to have story time with Bert. Um, I I knew that Bert was an interesting character just because I had I had heard about you for a while from uh, from our friends, you know, Quint and Rachel. Um, but but then when I met you, I was like, yeah, he seems cool and fun. And then like uh, we were at your brother's wedding, and then like after the wedding, I was we were all in the car together. And I don't even know how this topic came up, but we were talking, I think we were just talking about like generally like bachelor parties, bachelorette parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you told me just the wildest story about y- y- this time you were at a bachelor party in New Orleans. And I was like, oh my God, I love this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, was telling, I was telling Andrew afterwards, I was like, 
Bert's cool as hell. <laughs> Basically. So and it's so funny because I woke up the next day and I was like, oh my God, why did I tell them that story? That's so humiliating. Oh, it was so good. I loved it though. No, like I, I think I messaged you on Instagram like like a week later and I was just like, just wanted to let you know. I just thought about you telling that story and laughed all over again. Like so. Without further ado, why don't you share the story <laughs> with oh, us? Yeah, I can. I'll share the story. Uh, <laughs> so we're all in New Orleans uh, for my one friend's bachelor party. It's my first bachelor party. This was a few years back. Um, but important detail, the guy who was getting married was, is completely sober and has been for years. So like all of this debauchery, he was just like, fuck this. Okay, but, so like, why did he pick... New Orleans of all places for his bachelor party then. I mean, why didn't he just pick like, <laughs> I don't know, like a chill, a chill city or something like not like fucking New Orleans. Honestly, well, we had a friend who lived in Baton Rouge. So it was like, he like knew all this shit to do and stuff. And okay. he was like going to the bachelor party. Kind of okay. made sense. However, yeah. I think he probably could have had a better time in like you know, Austin, Texas or something. I was going to say, like, like, go literally anywhere else, you know? Like, right. <laughs> that's like, being sober. That's like being sober and going to Vegas or something. Like, why? Yeah, <laughs> like, <honestly. laughs> Damn. Okay. But anyway, so <laughs> me, me, a few people on the Batser party were being a little more respectful of uh, <laughs> the sobriety but me and my one friend were like, no, we are just going to get absolutely annihilated. So we started shotgunning <laughs> gears at, in like the morning, like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> As you up. do. As you do. And um, actually, I'll, I'll tell a little side story first. Uh, the first <laughs> night we were there, we were leaving a restaurant and me and that friend that I was talking about who were getting wasted. We ended up smoking weed with this homeless guy named Merck who wanted us to buy a blunt with him. <laughs> and he said, I'll smoke y'all up. <laughs> I love that. Was and he cool? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he was cool. He actually said he was from like Baltimore. And oh my stuff, God. So, we, of like, course, you were like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure many other people, if they heard that, would be like, oh, let's stay away from this guy. But we were no, like, I know. Uh, that's like a bit of a red flag to me honestly so right. i would have been like "Ooh, i don't know <laughs> but, like yeah so. Vegas, how we like got people who were like hey you want to buy some crack and like oh man okay i, I know that one the, that one man who got like really close to me when we were walking joe and he was just like crack cocaine and i was like i'm okay thank you sir <laughs> like, oh, <man. laughs> this isn't that kind of bachelorette it was aggressive <laughs> i was like was no i'm aggressive. okay <laughs> That's wild. So essentially my one friend gets drunk and like lost. And then I am just like drinking around like three sober people alone at that point. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go meet up with my friend. <laughs> so we go to an, we meet at an absinthe bar, of course. And they have like these, uh, it's like this whole little process where they melt the sugar cube yeah, and it's like yeah. a little show and it's it like fun. takes a while for them to do it. And so the second they finished, we immediately down the entire thing and we're like another one. And they had to do the whole thing over again. Like fucking assholes. They're just, <laughs> but... they're just like, you're not even appreciating the craft. Like... <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> we just, we, 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 it was like in the way of us taking shots. <laughs> like... But Amazing. so anyway, we go to Madame LaLaurie's house after that. Think we Hell see yeah. a ghost. 
amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, we're just like wasted alone. We go to this club. I think it was called like the Swamp. <laughs> and that sounds like it, a great vibe <laughs> it felt like the swamp like we actually met back up with our friends at that point but they were like uh this is awful if you're not drinking <laughs> so they left but <laughs> the swamp didn't like sounds the swamp. like a really good vibe <laughs> it does yeah, it was uh it felt like the swamp i'll say that <laughs> a lot of humidity but mm. uh so anyway we're like browned out at this point this woman comes up to us and essentially is just like joins us like and we're too drunk to not notice that we weren't hanging out with her the whole time basically so <laughs> we, she's like hey so like you guys want to get out of here and we're like oh, okay oh. like sure whatever where are we going and then as we leave she's like i'll suck both of your dicks right now oh my <laughs> and so my friend was like oh i have a girlfriend and i was like I don't. <laughs> so she was like, all right, let's go then. And so like, I, I, I'm not really, my friend was like, I was like, bro, like, honestly, can you just like leave? <laughs> I'm about to get my dick sucked. And he was like, I don't. I, can you just go now? <laughs> he kept saying like, I don't, I don't think this is a uh, good idea. <laughs> and I was just like, nothing was gonna stop me at that point basically oh so <laughs> so essentially i guess we're just like walking and we're like looking for a place to do it and <laughs> so i see this ditch on the side of the road <laughs> <and> it's like <laughs> and it's like weird because like it's louisiana so it's like this ditch that is like you can fit like two entire people in it and like not even see near like it's like a person-sized ditch, basically. <laughs> so we're doing for, that. For all of your dick-sucking needs. <laughs> yes, exactly. In the ditch on the side of the road. Um, so yeah, so she gets to it in the ditch for a little bit. But uh, after a while, um, there are like cops everywhere because we're like on Bourbon Street, basically. Yeah. And so there's like police officers walking at like eye level of us, like of me getting my dicks. <laughs> so she sees that and she's like, you know, can we go back to your place, please? And I didn't really want to bring her back to my place, but I was like, this is sketchy. Like, I do not want to be in like jail from Bourbon yeah. Street, basically. So we we go back to my place. I don't even have a room key, but she doesn't know that. We're staying at this Airbnb. I remembered there was a room that was just like an empty utility room with nothing in it. So <laughs> I was like, I took her there. I was never my plan to go back to the room, but I couldn't have even gotten in if I wanted to. So we go to this empty utility room. She's like, gets back to it. And then while she's sucking my dick, I'm like, hey, where is my wallet? <laughs> and I'm like feeling around and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I, I am missing my wallet. Like, did you take my wallet? And she like empties out her purse and all this shit and is like trying to tell me she did not take my wallet, but I swear to God, she actually mm -hmm. did because her hand was like in my pocket earlier. So after that, um, she was like, let's go check at the bar. Let's go check at the bar. And like we went back to the absinthe bar, they didn't have my wallet. And then like while I was talking to them, she starts like 
dipping like sprinting basically out the way (laughs) and i was like i like followed her and she was like like honestly this part was pretty scary i followed her and i was like hey listen can i just have like my id and shit back like honestly like i don't even need my wallet at this point she's like i remember the code to get into your building and then like repeated the code to get into the building it was like stop asking me for your wallet and then as I was walking away, these children were saying to me, hey, like these children on Bourbon Street at like 2 a.m. are saying to me like, hey, man, that guy stole your wallet. Like, you should go after it. You should go after it. Meaning that like these children are like in on some sort of grift <laughs> that like involved oh like God. me getting my dick sucked <laughs> like to wow. completion, you know, <laughs> but Anyway, I get in an Uber. I realize I don't have any money to pay. Or no, not an Uber. Like, you know, one of those guys who's like, hey, I'll, I'll drive you for cheaper than Uber. And so I, <laughs> I forget I don't have money. That also sketchy. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. And I was, like, completely alone and wasted. And so I get in. And then when we get there, I realize I don't have any money. But I do have, like, a fucking $10 poker chip from early. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I hand him the $10 poker chip. He says, this is not enough. I say, well, unfortunately, that's all I have. I go back into my building. The security guard at the front was like, who was that fucking whore that you brought in here earlier? (laughs) (laughs) She kept saying, you need to hang out with these young, pretty girls, not girls like that. Oh my God, this random stranger is like deeply concerned about you. <laughs> yes, and so she's like going through my like shit to like cancel my cards with me. And she oh. kept just being like, you need, to, you need to hang out with young pretty girls, not these, not these girls. Oh, <laughs> but, my oh my God. Yeah, so I had to spend the rest of the time with no wallet. I had to fly back home with like no form of identification. <laughs> like, That's insane. It was, uh, it was rough. I did have a hundred dollar bill in my sock from the casino earlier, though. So at least that got me through. <laughs> oh my god! I... I'll say one one little uh, last note about this. Yeah. So my friend that I was getting like super drunk with earlier, he ended up going to the strip club and losing his entire life savings <gasps> oh, on no. one girl. And literally, oh they god. took so much money from him that they made him leave his thumbprint. <laughs> what oh, geez <laughs> yeah and, he, and they knew because literally the second he walked into the hotel the next day he was like on the phone with the credit card company saying his wallet got stolen trying to dispute the charge oh my god <laughs> so Jeez. all in all i would say i came out on top that night <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean yeah you're the real winner here because at the end of the day i mean you did lose your wallet, but I guess you got your dick sucked. So yeah. <laughs> like, that is the positive. <laughs> I know. Positive. Like, what kind of scam is this that it involves actually sucking my dick? You know what I mean? Like, I, that is not a good scam. And literally, you want to know how much money I had in my wallet? Seven dollars. <laughs> no, and like, that's... and and probably and what like cards that you like immediately canceled probably. So yes. I mean, like, yes. what did they so really she... have to gain here? She sucked a dick in a ditch for seven dollars. That's <laughs> that's low. So I mean, honestly, who's the real winner here? You. <laughs> honestly, not my worst night. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. That story gets me every time. Um, <laughs> God, it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, I have another question for you because the other day you mentioned that um, you have done poppers <laughs> and, and I just want you to explain why and what they do as someone who has not done them because I thought they were only for gay men. Like well, what yes, is going uh, on here? <laughs> let me start off by saying I have a <laughs> I have a lot of gay friends. Okay. <laughs> so okay. there is often poppers around. But right. uh actually it's funny, like one time I was at the beach and uh me and my friend who is gay, like we were like we had to share a bed because there was only one bed. Uh-huh. And we as we were like getting ready for bed, we were like sniffing his bottle of poppers like in bed together. And my yeah. one other gay friend was like, I have never seen two men sniff poppers in bed together and not immediately have butt sex afterwards. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> what like what led you to this point in your life, you know? Like <laughs> I'm trying to stop doing them. It's not good. It's not a good thing to do. Okay, I don't right. do it that often, but it's like, it can kill you, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's all these warnings about it's like really bad for you, but like, okay, what, like, what is the effect? Like, what does, what do they actually do to you? Like, what honestly, like, it's some fucking bullshit. Like, it's literally like you have a head rush for like two minutes, like not even five minutes. That's it? That doesn't seem that great. <laughs> I mean, it does. It gets you high. Like, that's why I do it. I've never done it. Like, apparently it also relaxes your butthole. It yeah. feels like my butthole is pinched tight as hell <laughs> when I do it. Because I'm just, like, like rushing. <laughs> like, honestly, I did it the other night. Um, I really do not do it that much. I promise. This is making <laughs> it seem like I do it more. But I did do it the other night. Um, okay. And I was, like... I am feeling, because I was already drinking, I was like, I feel so crazy right now. I never want to do this again. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, because I've just only read about them as like, they they basically like relax your butthole or whatever. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) that's great, I guess. But... Yeah, I mean, listen, gay, gay dudes do that shit all the time to not have sex, just to, like, get high, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, at the right. club and stuff like gotcha. that. It's funny to me, I because it's, like, this r- drug, you know, that, like, a group of people does, but, like, most people have never even fucking heard of them, <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. So that's, I don't know, it's just so interesting. It's, like, this weird, like, subculture thing that, like, some right. people are extremely into. There's like a different uh, universe where like people who go to raves get really into poppers or something like a different group of people just does it because it's like a drug, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Um, So I guess my other question is you said that that was a, that was not your worst night, the new Orleans dick sucking. (laughs) Um, what would you categorize as your worst night? Yeah. <laughs> now you I know, want, I, now I want to know how far it can escalate. I want to know there. this too. I will say so I will say that one was pretty high. Like I was with uh that friend who lost his life savings that night um this weekend. Yeah, I was talking with my friend and we were like just reminiscing about that time in New Orleans and I was like, "Bro, 
that might have been the worst shit we ever did in our entire lives like that was a rough morning to wake up from after <laughs> but i don't know i've had i've had more embarrassing nights i guess that one i wasn't even that ashamed of to be honest <laughs> okay okay wow well i mean i guess that's i guess that's good you know came out okay yeah. relatively unscathed um yeah that well that that is the part that it is pretty it, it was kind of dangerous so that is kind of annoying uh, yeah i mean i'm just laughing about you getting in the the like you know unmarked car or whatever <laughs> some yeah. dude driving you around <laughs> i did that shit when, when i was in uh tahiti last year i just like got in a car with this group of french people and we were like going all the way across the island i was like i don't know where the fuck i am or who these people are <laughs> oh my god you were about to get trafficked like <laughs> yeah you were <laughs> wow damn yeah it was a good time though <laughs> at least i guess you're not like a girl so like statistically like things probably look much better for you in terms of getting in random cars but like i mean if you were a cute white girl you're dead <laughs> like, <Yeah>. absolutely <laughs> damn yeah. all right well thank you for the story time this has been um i'm sure eye-opening <laughs> oh god um do we want to get into a little thirst corner we sure do. Hell yeah. Thirst Corner. All right. So, so I have the uh, 83-year-olds up. Um, excellent. So, Bert, so yeah. we go through the list of um, celebrities who are 83 to go with the 83rd episode that we're on right now. Um, and you would think that the list is getting worse the older they get. But it's just not true. I mean, we have had some real stars the past few weeks. So let's get into it. So I think things might have dipped a little bit this week. Okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like, okay. I feel like compared to last week, it's like, okay. Okay, I'm ready. So first on the list, we have Maury Povich, who sadly is ending his show. I saw and <laughs> yeah. I am... I am so sad. Like, God, how long was it on TV? It was on for like 30 years. Too. Like, was... Insane. <laughs> yeah. Dude has lived like a whole lifetime on TV, honestly. Dude, I love, like, I love trash TV, but like he like really just like made it fun. Like He's my coworkers and I would just watch like, TV. Yeah, yeah, we would just watch Maury just like at lunch breaks because we were bored. And it's like, we were trying to guess who the father is. It was You've really gotta know fun. who the father is. Yeah, yeah. it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay, the next one we have is Christopher Lloyd, who I think has been 83 since like 1983 somehow. Like <laughs> dude's always been 83. Like <laughs> no, like go watch the Back to the Future movies. Like he looks like the same, basically. Like yeah, no, he just truly. like hit old man phase like very early in his life. Good for him though. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. He's kind of got the Bernie Sanders vibe where like he just looks like permanently like 80, like even when he was yeah, probably like 40. <laughs> like... <laughs> All right, we have Tommy Chong. Okay. Oh, cool. Wow. Uh, John Voigt. Oh. Yeah, Angelina okay. Jolie's father. Yeah, unfortunately, he's like real crazy. He's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, so that's fun. We have Elliot Gould and this man called Old Man Steve. 
who is old man Steve? <laughs> Tell me everything. <laughs> Let's go down a little side journey. <laughs> Let's take a side quest. <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be like some like, TikTok dude. Yeah, I feel like these random old people seem to be like weird TikTok stars. Nailed it. Now. Yeah, TikTok okay. man. Old wow. man Steve. He likes to garden and he likes to take uh, videos of himself cooking. That actually sounds really wholesome. Yeah, he yeah. He, has, he also has like a really fun hat. So like, yeah, you should go check him out. He looks fun. He sounds kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm down. One of the few like wholesome things on the internet that looks like. So yeah. I love okay. wholesome internet shit. You know, it's rare. So when you find it, you're like, oh, wow, that's a surprise. All right, we have uh, Ted Turner, Maxine Waters, and Queen Sophia. Who is Queen Who's Sophia? Let's look, let's look up Queen Sophia. <laughs> is she queen of like a random country that no one's ever heard of? I think something? she's like, yeah, Spain. So she's Spain. Oh, okay. She's queen of Spain. I didn't know Spain had a queen. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> That's a thing? What, what sort Wait. of... Uh, do they have a monarchy? Sophia of Greece and Denmark and Queen Consort of Spain. I don't know how this relates. Oh, okay. Some royal bullshit. Queen of Greece <laughs> yeah. and Denmark? Why do they share a queen? So she was wife from... Uh, so the, she was Queen of Spain from 1975 to 2014. Why did she not be? What happened in 2014? I don't know. The coup. Figure this out. <laughs> was there a coup in Spain that I didn't know about? I didn't even know Spain had a monarchy. I'm confused all around. <laughs> oh, she passed it on. He passed it on to his son. So both of them are still alive. I was wondering, was like, this dude. Just, oh, like, they die? just like retired. They basically just like retired because they're like, we're yeah. old. Okay. Just so. Not, okay. not Queen Elizabeth, though. No. <laughs> She's like, not today, Satan, not today. <laughs> Have you guys heard the, the internet theory that like Queen Elizabeth is dead? Mm -hmm. And they're just like basically biding their time. Like no one's seen her in public or whatever. Well, no one wants fucking Charles. To no one wants Charles, I know. Like, I feel like we're not going to see like the queen for like 10 years, but they're going to be like, no, no she's still queen she's alive here's a message from her and it's like a weird note like <laughs> yeah the second that charles passes it'll be like, oh yeah sorry oh, yeah, the queen died too. oh yeah sad no, for real everyone hates charles <laughs> I, uh, she is planning sucks. to fully outlive her son like i am convinced <laughs> god damn okay we have gordon lightfoot who is that he's like a rock star yeah okay I can't remember like what he was famous for, but like I know of him. That's not important. No. <laughs> uh, who else? Terrence Stamp. He's like a good villain dude in Hollywood. Okay. And yep. I don't think we have much more. Let me look through here. Uh, no. All right. That's it. <laughs> Light yeah. week. We have Buck Taylor. He reminds me, who's the guy's name? And oh yeah, Bronco Henry from uh, Bronco Henry. Yo. <laughs> yeah, I saw Buck Taylor, and I was like, is that Bronco Henry? Bert, like, no. did you watch The Power of the Dog? Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> all right, it's solid. It's it's the one that's up for. It's a Netflix movie that's up for like all the Oscars or whatever. It'll probably right. win, it's gonna win a bunch of shit literally like tonight. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we're a, it's great. We're recording while the Oscars are going on, and the only one that I could see that was like super noteworthy is uh, Hans Zimmer finally won his first Oscar. Fuck yeah! What for? Uh, Dune. 
Oh, we love our boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Zimmy. Yeah, we that's love crazy him. that he never won one before. I know. He is iconic. Well, he didn't um, get nominated a lot of times yeah. because like he because like I guess like you have to mostly use like um, instruments. And so like a lot of his like soundtracks have like been electronic and this and that. So like they haven't like technically counted for the award. I mean, Ooh. he also probably just got <laughs> snubbed a lot because he does do a lot of movies that I would say are more in like the popular yeah. category, but aren't Oscar baby, you know, so. I could see them just being like, you're not a real artist. Um, also, Joe, I saw your girl won for best supporting in West Side Story. Yeah, Ariana DeBois, um, she got yeah, it. Yeah, she's cool. And Encanto uh, got best animated, which like, I felt like that was a very Obviously, easy. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> other animated movies were there? <laughs> no, it's true. Like, it was like that one. And then like everything else is like a step below. Encanto was really good. Encanto was cute as hell. Yeah. I liked Luca. Luca was good. Was Luca good? I've never seen that. I need to watch it. It is yeah. literally, it is literally "Call Me by Your Name" but with mermaids instead of being gay. Nice. <laughs> wow, I'm down. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, that's the quickest I've gotten sold on a movie in a while. I was like, okay, that sounds like some shit I'd be into. <laughs> Say less. I'm there. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Well, who has brought a thirst for the week? Bert, do you have one you'd like to share with us? I'll say I'll say Zazie beats because Atlanta is back this Ooh. week, but I just watched the first episode and she's not even in it, so that was kind of annoying. But she's still she'll be my thirst. She'll be my thirst. She's okay. a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that show. I yeah. haven't seen the new se- uh, new season yet, but I need to. Yeah, love that. Well, I'm sorry that she wasn't there for you, but um, yeah, ne- you know, next time. maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get her next time. <laughs> also, Bert, I have to say, this is a funny thing that I always think of you because I saw this, I see this meme sometimes that's like, I love when I see my friends liking random, like, hot celebrities like photos online <laughs> and it's just like yeah chad you shoot your shot with her or whatever <laughs> like i always see like like these like female celebrities like will post like a thirst trap or something and like it's always like bert and other people <laughs> like this like when it's like on my feed so I'm, Listen, like, I'm just showing my support no i know <laughs> like yeah bert get her <laughs> like, <laughs> well have you ever gotten in their dms or anything you should slide of in course. Yeah. I, listen i dm celebrities constantly i've never gotten a response <laughs> oh my god wait who's like the top one that you want a response from that you've tried and it's just like never heard back yeah, so this one was not about trying to sleep with celebrity, but I frequently message Derrick Henry and tell him that my one friend wants to fight him and will do it like anytime, anywhere, and like give him his name and information and stuff like that. <laughs> oh my God, you're committed. <laughs> you are committed. I know. I love that. Yeah. Wow. But. Okay. Who's your top like uh, top celebrity thirst of like like you slide into the DMs and you're just hoping for a response? Ooh, it's tough. You know. You know who I, I really I really used to be into, but I'm a little uh, a little different now was uh, Demi Lovato. Okay, she yeah, I, I get that. She's a challenging she, one these days. Yes, <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. Or they they are. I should they say. are, I believe. They yeah. Um, I love those those memes of like headlines about Demi Lovato, and it's like. <laughs> it's like why the aliens like aren't coming to our planet or something and it's like her trying to sing to ghosts to heal their trauma or something yeah. you're like you're like this uh, is why other intelligent life forms haven't reached out yet like 
Yeah, not gonna lie, the ghost singing uh, was a little bit of a turnoff for me. So. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> now I just picture like some dude going out with her, like, ah, fuck yeah, like I get to go out uh, and have a great time. And then she just takes some like ghost singing, and he's like, oh, man, I want to get laid. But this is a lot. <laughs> like I don't know. No, I know. It's one of those. It's <laughs> like. Mm, would still smash but <laughs> like yes. how much longer is this gonna take <laughs> damn it um joe who's your thirst for the week okay i have actually a pretty good one because it is the cast of uh, the movie x it's a horror movie mm-hmm. Ooh, okay i've been wanting to see that yeah yeah and this has like a lot of different people um Brittany stowe from like pitch perfect movies uh Mia Goth, who's like most famous, I guess, for being Shia LaBeouf's like girlfriend, partner, yeah. or whatever, in the last like 10 years. Yeah, I mean, she's done other stuff, but like, I feel like that's the only place I know her name from. No, Sam, I looked like, through her filmography girl. and I was like, because she, like, and obviously Mia Goth like kills it in this movie. She's so good, but like, I was like, how do I not know of her more? And I was like, oh, she's like Shia LaBeouf's like partner, but like, I can't really like, figure out much like else that like i know her from yeah yeah yikes uh and then uh jenny ortega who was um she was in the second season of you as the one chick's like sister she was like a lot younger yeah okay, i like yes. her yes. yeah she's uh, yeah she's been in a lot of horror movies now she's like uh she's like i guess 19 now but like she's in like this movie scream and i think there's like some like movie like 666 the babysitter or now it's yeah. like let's see hotel 666 or something like that i'll pull it up mm. okay so uh yeah like, but she's been, she's like she's a horror movie like, person okay cool yeah. studio 666 there we go and yeah uh, he was right too there's like the babysitter killer queen uh yeah, was i guess she was also on okay scariest thing she was ever in though was you playing with yeah. that real life pedophile <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah <laughs> Um, that was creepy what a wild yeah. show i can't believe they're doing have you guys watched all three seasons of yeah you? yeah mm-hmm. okay i can't believe they're doing another season i like don't want another season i felt like that was like a very clean ending that we just had and i'm like i'm good you know i don't i don't need more of this like mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, loved his, I loved his wife and i really thought that was an interesting way to take the series i know but, like Mm-hmm. spoiler now that she's gone i'm just like i'm not like not as invested because i no, like exactly that, like, whole dynamic yeah it was fun having right. like the dual serial killer vibe kind of <laughs> yeah. and now i'm kind of like okay i don't know where they're gonna go from here like also i i have to call andrew out make fun of him a little bit because that girl is like he his love of his life like he that is his like number he one thirst cute. he is obsessed with uh what's her name like victoria pedretti or whatever he is like he's so into her but he's specifically into wow. her as love and i'm like oh so <laughs> i'm like do you want me to do this like, like i was like what are you saying here and he's like so into her he's like why am i so turned on by this like what is happening like yeah because she's real crazy but yeah he's into her no i get it because i'm into like villanelle like jody cormer and jody cormer is attractive but like i'm more attracted to her no like, specifically as villanelle yeah. yeah yeah no she's great um damn okay so my thirst is i i, I like a really boring 
period piece drama. That's like a little fun fact about me. The drier and more historically accurate it is, like the better. The wetter um, you get. The drier it is, the, the wetter the you get. The drier it is, the wetter I get, basically. <laughs> I love a historical drama. So I've been watching The Gilded Age, which is HBO's most recent kind of big budget TV series that's like set in like the 18, like late 1800s in like New York City. So it's it's a lot of a lot of corsets and a lot of people being offended by very normal things I mean it's just great um but the main character in it the main girl um her name is Louisa Jacobson and I was like who is this random girl who's like starring in this show and she's really good in it um turns out her mom is fucking Meryl Streep (laughs) (laughs) plot twist uh yeah so she is a nepotism baby but good for her um but yeah she she's super cute and she's very good in this show and i she kind of came out of nowhere i mean presumably she's been doing other acting stuff prior to this but it kind of seems like nothing big um but she's really good in this show and i mean like no shit she's really good she's got you know killer acting genes but um yeah so who knew that Meryl Streep I mean I guess technically in my mind like I knew that Meryl Streep like has children I've just like never really thought about it but yeah she has this daughter who's an actress so so you haven't come into Grace Gummer yet no I've never been like familiar with her like I know she's out there but I don't know like what has she done uh Grace Gummer's been in like everything uh Mr. Robot American Horror Story um Let's see. Dr. Death, the new one. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you haven't heard of like Meryl Streep's kids, I've, I've seen Grace Gummer like all over the place. Oh, okay. Well, let me like look at a picture of her and see if I recognize her. You'll recognize the picture because like I was going to say, like you watch American Horror Story. So like you should have like seen Who her. was she in American Horror Story? She was in COVID, uh, COVID at, uh, as Millie and then Freak Show as Penny. Oh, okay. Yeah, she looks kind of familiar. I do vaguely remember this wow she's divorcing a man who literally looks homeless interesting (laughs) that's like the first thing that came up when i googled her um i will post a uh i'll post a picture but like not not exaggerate when i say he looks homeless anyway cool does that do Um, it for you though like (laughs) okay not this level of homeless (laughs) so so Bert I have a thing that like I I really like these like really dirty looking celebrities like honestly like the grosser the better like I really love like Post Malone he's like the prototype but I mean I also love like like Timothy Chalamet in um what was that movie where he's like the oh don't look up don't look up on netflix timothy chalamet's in it and he just is like the grossest character and i'm just like yeah i'm into it now i wasn't into timmy before but now i am um (laughs) so yeah i like them just like really gross looking um but no this is a step too far for me this one's pretty extreme (laughs) yeah speaking of speaking of our boy timmy um did you see he's like just not wearing a shirt at the oscars tonight good for him i know i would too if i were him so i respect it he's wearing like a like a jacket like i don't know blazer suit thing but he's just like not wearing a shirt with it and i'm like damn nice he knows what he's doing he knows yeah he he knows what he can get away with (laughs) he's like they're gonna eat this shit up (laughs) oh my god um but
but yeah, there's been some other like questionable fashion choices for the Oscars, I would say, but that one is a a, a winner in my book. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been, I was like gonna look up the like results later on because I don't know. I, I actually really am into like the Oscars, like in a way, but like watching it is like watching paint dry sometimes. Like, no, it, I, I would never, uh, yeah. I, I can't watch, but yeah, I, I mean, I think we all know that like Power of the Dog is just going to like win everything probably, so. Well, actually, apparently uh, Coda is now supposed to win Best Picture. What the fuck is Coda that people keep talking about? What is it's like? Shit? It's like a film about like a deaf family, essentially. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I heard it's really good. Was it like? Was it on like Apple TV or something weird? Yeah, it was on Apple. That's why like oh, no one's seen it. Okay, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Grow up, Apple. I know you. You guys liked uh, Tick Tick Boom, right? Yeah, yeah it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I, I loved that movie. Yeah, um, it was great. There's a part in it that I've just been thinking about lately, where he like is singing a song where he's singing about Bohemian lifestyle. Uh, he says he had 14 roommates in just four years and like I'm doing this roommate search now and I realize in July I will have had 10 roommates in a year and a half oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I was like wow I'm a real bohemian I guess you're so bohemian (laughs) truly living the lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) I love it yeah all right well any uh any random chatter I can't think of anything um honestly but yeah next time i guess we will probably be recording we should be actually like in california both together right yeah i think we will be like in the same room probably because we will both be here next weekend so yeah oh my god and then first for the show because every time we're together it's like for a weekend we don't have enough time to record but i think we'll have time so awesome we'll be together next week um damn well thank you so much for joining us Bert this was lovely and your stories are excellent um had a great time <laughs> yeah I'm glad that everything went okay with your seven dollar blowjob <laughs> yeah yeah you know honestly glad you're here with us today um glad you know you didn't um you know contract any um incurable illnesses at least probably so uh, that was that was a big fear that was a big fear after that night <laughs> yeah i would have been concerned <laughs> i was looking in the mirror like please for the love of god no herpes or anything yeah <laughs> did you ever like question your sobriety you're like man if i would have just stayed sober like everyone yes. else like i i have never felt anxiety like i felt the next day after that's that. the the deepest spiral of anxiety yep yes. <laughs> when you don't know if you have herpes or not it's pretty bad <laughs> well once again we've all been there <laughs> oh, oh damn awesome well thank you so much for joining us and on that note peace and blessings y'all peace and blessings